0: Hey, this is Socorro Crab, and you're listening to Bradley's House Podcast.
1: Hey guys, welcome back. Come on in and make yourselves at home as you should when you're a guest in Bradley's house. I'm your co-host, Jared Orr. She is the executive director of the Knoll Family Foundation and our host. And actually, as you guys are listening to this, the birthday girl celebrating her 29th birthday, (laughs) Ms. Kelly Knoll. Kelly,
2: happy birthday. How are you? so much for for calling me out like that jared but yes i'm doing great thank you very much when the airs it will be my birthday not exactly my 29th but thank you i appreciate you giving me an out. <laughs> i am that age where i don't like birthdays anymore so whatever i can
1: I, I can say um if i can give any advice to anyone you included on your birthday it's don't get old
2: thank it, you for that
1: yeah, because I'm I'm feeling it every day. Um when I was young, I did things that young people did and it was fine. Everything worked out. Now I'm old, but I try to do things that young people do and it fucking it hurts, Kelly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, I Yes, yes it does. I can relate to that very much. You know, being only 29 and all, but um yeah, I can relate a little bit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your my body's been making noises, clicks and clacks. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but you know what? I'm over all of that because I am super excited about another episode of Bradley's House podcast, and this one I'm super amped up for. Kelly, in the time that I've worked with the Noel Family Foundation and Bradley's House. Uh, I've met so many amazing people, uh, so many people that I'm so grateful to be able to come across and have conversations with, and then some that I'm grateful to actually consider and call a friend. And today's guest is one of those individuals that I am glad to know and consider a friend. Kelly,
2: who is our guest today? Well, you totally just stole like most of my introduction for him. Thank you very much. So I will just say a man who after this needs no introduction, one of my favorite artists in the scene today, because he's so incredibly talented and yet also such a great guy. He plays with Kyle Smith and his band. We are so excited to have with us today bassist Chris Nishida. Thank you for being with us, Chris.
0: Hi, Onigashi ne. How are you guys?
2: Good. I didn't understand that middle part, but doing good. Were you telling me (laughs) happy birthday?
0: (laughs) Happy birthday, Kelly. I didn't realize it was your birthday. That's so exciting. 29 was a great year for me.
2: Yeah, it was, I think it was a great year for me. I don't really remember, but it's (laughs) been a while. I should also say happy birthday to my oldest son, Trevor, because when this airs, he will have turned 24 the day before, which, you know, thanks to Hollywood Magic, we're recording this on Monday. So his birthday is technically tomorrow. But when Excellent. everybody hears this, it will have been yesterday. So happy birthday, Trevor. Happy,
0: happy birthday, birthday Trevor. Trevor. Time
2: flies, huh? <laughs> Boy, does it ever, right? Look at your little one and think I someday know. he's going to be turning 24 and he'll be married like mine. And I just.
0: Know. I think about oh, that all the time.
2: I'm sure he'll be equally as wonderful, though. I absolutely adore my boys, as I know you do yours. Yeah, who
1: does it right? Like, I, But I will tell you that a lot of times, like, You know, now my oldest is 13, Um, but like people are like, oh, you know, make sure you enjoy it because it goes by so fast. And I'm like, do you you promise? Because (laughs) I'm feeling every day of it right
2: now.
0: It doesn't doesn't
2: feel fast. There's a lot Um, of fun ages. Chris, how old is Kai now?
0: Kai's four years and probably about nine months old. So he's almost five. Wow, that is going gone on fast. attitude yeah. Sure.
2: Oh my gosh! Anyone who has never met that child is missing out. He is remarkable. He really is just the cutest thing. Nice, so it, nice. yeah. Anyone listening, if you're ever at a show that Chris is at and you see a little adorable red-haired kid with long curly hair and just the sweetest face that you just want to squeeze, it's most likely Kai. <laughs> That's my best description of him. Typically, he
0: gets recognized before I do, you know, <laughs> just like uh, Coco, you know, with stick figure. Right. Dog dog.
2: <laughs> He's your mascot. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, something like that, I guess. <laughs> something like that. Okay. So enough <laughs> chit chat. Let's act like we don't know each other. Chris, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? When did you start Hello, playing my music? My
0: name is Christopher Nishida. <laughs> I was born and raised in Torrance, California. Okay. Uh, I went to West Torrance High School, where I learned lots of lots of things about music instead of my academics. I was one mm-hmm. of those kids that carried an acoustic guitar around campus, but not a bad nice. <laughs> um, You know, I was a smart it worked kid. worked out okay. I, I just didn't like the uh, structure of, of mm. high school, but I was a smart kid indeed. Uh, so we can go back a little bit. My last name is Nishida. If you break that up into two words, it's Nishi and Da. Nishi means west, like on a compass, and the D-A, the does how it's pronounced, is uh, kanji for a farm or some sort of a field, like a rice field, I believe. So my ancestors were more than likely rice farmers on the west side of the island. Oh, interesting. And so my grandmother's grandparents came here and had children. So I'm a fourth-generation Japanese-American. They call us Yonsei, and they moved to Chula Vista, California quickly after my grandmother was born really. She was just barely a teenager. World War II started. And then they were in the internment camps. And after the internment camps let out, they mm. ended up in, they ended up in uh Gardena, California, which is where most of the Japanese Americans were relocated to. And that's how we ended up in Southern California.
2: Oh, wow. Those um, internment camps. That's, that's a, a dark time in our history. That's for sure. You
0: know, and when I pick my grandmother's brain about that, my grandma Josie's 95 years old and very much with it still Uh, when Mm. I pick her brain about that, it was a different time. She's not angry or she has no angst against what happened because she just said that's what was going on. You know, you just kind of went with it and they weren't, they weren't necessarily, well, it's kind of a loaded statement, but they weren't necessarily treated unfairly within the camps. They had their own spaces. They each had their own abode or their own house Uh where they can raise their families and do that stuff. They just couldn't leave the place. Yeah. So for whatever it's worth, uh it's a part of our history and it's definitely a part of my history. I still have letters that my grandma wrote her dad because he was a serviceman for the American army. Oh wow. And they wrote letters back and forth and we have all that stuff, you know, when she passes we'll probably donate that stuff to the Japanese American uh oh. museum that's in t- Little Tokyo, Los
2: Angeles. Oh, that's wonderful. What a great uh, idea.
0: Cuz there's just a lot of rich history there and like I said, yeah. They weren't mad. They just kind of went with it, you know, and when they got out, I think they got something like $10,000 for like reparation money, which isn't a lot considering they no. been in like a jail for a long time. And when they got back to their farm, it was gone. Yeah. And that's, uh,
2: that's a, one of the biggest travesties was, I mean, sure. They, they may have been okay at the, at the camp, but all the things that they had to just walk away from and leave behind and lose. And that's, that's devastating. How However, uh, clearly you get your positive attitude from your grandpa. Yeah, you know, she's got a really positive outlook
0: on life. Um, and then my, so my mom is half Japanese and half African American, oh, and my grandfather, who's her dad, and my African American grandfather, he was born in Georgia and he dealt with racial segregation wow. a long time, long Boy, time I until you know,
2: until you got it from several 80, different sides. Really. Yeah,
0: wow. Sure. And again, he was never mad about what was going on. It was just he kind of understood, like, the will of the human, you know?
2: Mm, That's amazing.
0: Yeah, my grandpa was a really, really cool guy. He's probably the number one inspiration to bring music into my family. My grandpa, Charlie Ray Beasley, my mother's father.
2: So he was a musician himself?
0: Yeah, my grandpa, Charlie, inherited A trumpet from one of his best friends somewhere like 1933 1935 and he learned how to play that trumpet you know he he got a scholarship to play in college but ended up joining the air force he tried to join the air force band but he's an african-american man so they of course wouldn't let him join the air force band so he started Mm -hmm. his own band uh it's called the knights of soul and they were able to play at little clubs and things in between. He played at every port in the world, pretty much. <gasps> wow. Uh, he, they recorded a record, and he played that trumpet. He only had that. Well, he had a few trumpets, but he really only played that one trumpet his whole life. Wow. Uh, he passed away in 2012.
3: Mm.
0: My grandfather had eight children, 22 grandchildren, and I could not tell you how many great-grandchildren. Wow. Wow. Basically, just before he passed, he brought everyone to the house to like give him the stories. And he was a Uh storyteller.
2: And he gave me
0: his trumpet when he passed away. Because he knew how much I believed in music. And uh, Uh I basically just promised him I would make him proud one day, you know, and didn't know what that meant at the time. And I kind of have more of a better idea now about what I'm supposed to be doing with my my talent.
2: Well, I guarantee you have already made him incredibly proud.
0: I think so, yes. <laughs> it's yeah. gotta be
1: it's gotta go through your your whole family. It's gotta be more than just that because I watched you on a live just the other day and you were looking for a ukulele and you like went into this room that was just filled with instruments.
0: Yeah, my dad my that's so my stepfather. Uh, who's married to my mother now for the last, oh, I don't wanna say they've been married for like eight years, but they've been together since I was like eight years old. My stepfather, he is the guru of what I know from music as it is today. And he I've never met someone so cool. My stepdad, David, you know, came into my life, eight years old. The earliest memory I have of my stepdad, he was playing my mom's guitar. Uh, in the back of the house and he was playing Norwegian wood like a finger style or a, like an instrumental and I, I remember being eight years old going man how is he doing that like this guy's wow. incredible and uh you know he he dated my mom but didn't move into the house until after I was already 18 out of respect for the children mm. and just loves my mom unconditionally and said she's one of my best friends it's, it was easy for me to give her away you know when they got Aww. married my mom got remarried, and, uh, They've never really even been in a fight.
2: <laughs> wow,
0: <laughs> Cool, cool. They make it work, man. And so my stepfather, David, really taught me like the importance of not just shredding through guitar solos, but the importance of even taking rests and like letting uh-huh. the guitar and the instruments speak. And, and, you know, it's not about showing off. And something my dad always tells me is we don't talk about how good we play. We can talk about how much fun it is, but we just we don't really get to like, We're just so lucky to be even on stage. So Mm -hmm. don't do the thing, you know, showboating and these sort of things. I mean, a little bit is okay, of course, a show you want to perform, but you want to really respect the music and really respect the instruments. And I'm really glad that I had a mentor like that teach me those things at a young age.
2: It's an incredible perspective. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you about something else that you're passionate about besides music, (laughs) and that's fashion. Yeah. Tell us how I you got fashion. into that and about your own <laughs> brand and all that.
0: Let's see. So I took all four years of elective fashion in high, high school. Uh, I kind of just picked it freshman year as one of my extra classes to take and ended up loving it and staying with it throughout. And when I graduated high school, I really wanted to go to FITM, the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Yeah. And there was kind of a disconnect between uh, – <clears throat> My biological father, who would be funding college and the school itself, he didn't really understand what was going on. Or, you know, I mean, fashion is kind of like a shot in the dark. Mm-hmm. You don't know what's going to happen, you know. Kind of like music. <laughs> kind of like music, exactly. You have to be a big dreamer to pursue something like that. Yeah. And so um, when it didn't go through, I kind of just, it fizzled out and I didn't really think about it too much anymore. And then, kind of recently in 2019, or it was 2020 uh kyle smith said hey we're gonna hit the road full-time you know you may need to quit your full-time job and just play music and i'm gonna make it work no matter what and and a side thought that he had was hey maybe you can do some merchandise on the side and do Sparked inside and you're like oh my god Mm. i used to love to do this (laughs) and i used to make this stuff and I left myself a voicemail on my phone that night saying, Hey, you just invented Nishida Fuku. Congratulations. Mm. Very quickly, Fuku is how you say clothing in Japanese.
2: Ah, okay. I was just going to ask you that. Nishida
0: Fuku, Nishida clothes.
1: So that's like, I I always wondered about that. Like, I thought that was just (laughs) like a secret fuck you that you were putting in there. But
0: so when I Googled how to say clothes in Japanese, Fuku came up. I said, That's it. That's going to be the name of the brand. It's perfect. It just worked yep. out really perfect, and um, I actually just did some financial reporting this morning, and I'm doing really well with this stuff. And uh,
2: wonderful.
0: And the biggest what? thing about nishida fuku is that's how I pay for Kai basically, because uh, was a musician and I tour, and some dates get canceled, and some right. you know we we kind of rely on fans to come to shows to buy the tickets to get paid. And some days I can make a little bit of money, but some days I am negative because it costs yeah. me gas money for flights to get there. Oh gosh. Um, So when I sell, even, you know, at this last show, I was telling the guy, he bought two hats from me. And I told him, you just fed my son for a week, man. Like, no bullshit. like you buy two hats off my table and I can feed my son for a whole week. And it really, I mean, it means the world to us, you know, and now that the company has been moving along a little more, we played with uh, Soja this last weekend. Yeah. And I look in the crowd and there's all the hats with my last name on ah! it. You know? It just makes me feel so, so good. Like something's going right in my life. And, uh, oh, that's awesome. And, just, and as an artist, I don't want to have a side job like McDonald's or, you know, there's right. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with sure. that. You got to survive. And, but if I can make my side business a fashion thing or my own thing, yeah. you know, uh, Nate from Ayatera just started his cross start clothing.
3: Oh. And so that's
0: how he's making some extra money on the side. And so it's, it's like he's doing his music dreams and then now he's doing the fashion thing. And it's, it's just a whole scene and it's just very cool to support and the love and people want to wear cool shirts, man. And I want to, yeah, them, so.
2: <laughs> absolutely. So anyone who's listening that hasn't checked it out, the website is your last name, Nishida N I S H I D a Fuku F U K yeah. U.com.
0: That's right, com, And you can find nishida. that on
2: our... Instagram. I'm going to have to practice saying your last name correctly now. I hate nishida, that I've been saying I know, nishida. That. Japanese is very... Nishida.
0: Just a symbol or a syllable at a time. Nishida. Nishida. A lot of people say nashida with an A. Yeah. That's what I hear like all the time. Nashida, Mr. Nashida, which is like totally fine. I'm not really offended or right? anything. <laughs>
2: as long as they're <laughs> talking about you, right? That's yeah, all that matters. Yeah. You. I think well, what's
0: even... Harder is I introduce myself as Christopher to everybody and people instantly run with Chris when I, I'm really trying to part ways with Chris. (laughs) So that's kind of a hard thing. Okay.
2: So, you know, a lot of times before we start, I will ask people, am I saying your name correctly? There was no question in my mind, Chris Nishida, like, and I've got it both wrong. So it's Christopher Nishida.
0: That's kind of like what I'm trying to be these days. Guys. Okay. i right. you know, whatever you guys want to call me. I'm just...
2: uh, well, I do have to say that I love your merch. I have gotten the shirts and the hats and the beanies and the stickers and all that for my kids. And so they're constantly repping your brand. And I just, and I love the fact that you're doing something that you're passionate about, you know? And so for me, that's, that's the biggest thing. I mean, I think it's great that it allows you to support your son, obviously, but I just love that you're doing something that you're passionate about instead of saying, well, I'm doing music. And instead of this, you're finding a way to do both and to really bring them together. And I think that's wonderful.
0: It's very fun for me.
2: Is it difficult um, balancing family and work?
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, it is. It's certainly, it's not a struggle, but I would certainly say that it is difficult. There is, tons of logistics going on luckily i went to cal state long beach and got my global logistics certificate uh, <laughs>
2: nice <laughs>
0: to figure out my routing and all these things you know most of the time our routing is done maybe somewhere between three and six months in advance
3: mm. so
0: i have a chance to either figure out the babysitting situations for kai or possibly figure out the ways to get him on the road with me like i did the last couple tours yeah and uh this is sink or swim out here kelly you know if- yeah, if it was easy to do, everyone would be a famous. That's wrestler. right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it's really hard, and there's a lot of struggle. Last tour, I missed my son's preschool graduation. I missed my I missed Father's Day. Aww. I missed a p- couple birthdays, and you know, I missed a bachelor party to where I'm the best man in. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, because we were recording our Kona Town record that day, and yeah, it's like, and it's like these little things and. And I know that these things are going to come up more and more. And it's part of that sacrifice that makes it worth it. Because when I hit the road and I talk to the fans and what we're doing and impacting their lives in this way, it's like I had so much fun in my first 35 years of life. Right now, I need to focus on helping other people because that's, mm-hmm. that's where I'm really, really going to make myself the happiest in the long run because it feels good to help other people.
2: So does that, <laughs> you're older than 35? I'm sorry, that was a shock to me. I had no idea you were out of your 20s. Um, yeah, how yeah. old are you, Christopher?
0: I will uh, be 36, November 29th.
2: Wow, happy almost birthday. Yeah. Are you feeling old?
0: Uh, you know, I'm feeling pretty much better than I've ever felt.
2: But awesome. I just,
0: I got, uh, you know, like I mentioned, we played with Soja a few days ago on Saturday. And I got out of my car, and one of the guys said, What's up with you? You're looking like all smiles. <laughs> <laughs> and I just told him, Man, my son is happy and he's healthy. I'm playing shows. I played two 600 cap venues sold out in a row yes. with K Bong, Johnny Cosmic, Scott from Stick Bigger, then Soja yeah. in the elevators.
2: Wow.
0: And you know, I'm sober.
2: Nice. And I'm not.
0: Relying on these things to make me happy anymore, but I'm also not being a total shit show like I was, and so I'm completely in my I feel as though I'm just right in my groove in the most raw and and, and organic way, because this is the way I came to this earth, you know, not inebriated obviously. <laughs> And this is the way I, I'm living my life now. And it's been just, I'm so clear headed that I'm just so grateful for it every day. I know we get to have that talk once in a while, but.
2: Yes, that's remarkable. Man, just... So tell, tell me a little bit about your sobriety. When did that happen?
0: All right. So I had my last drink May 2nd, 2016, just over wow. six years ago. Uh, drinking every day from 18 years old to 28, no fail. Every Whoa. single day, I can swear on my grave that I drank every single day from 18 to 28 heavily. I was wow. probably blacked out, completely blacked out, drunk for probably 85% of those days.
2: Oh, Christopher. Uh, wow.
0: Didn't really start dive, like getting into the cocaine use until I was, you know, maybe like 21, 22. But as soon as I smelled the shit for the first time, I was mm. gone. I was just wow. gone. And that was it. It was just those things uh, really kind of drove me and uh you know like i said i'm a musician so i'm a little bit talented so you'd be playing some nights and then guys want to buy you drinks and then you end up mm-hmm. staying up late and then you do this and it just goes on and on by the end of all of it i was playing in a band and the whole drive of the band was just to pick up a bag of wow and then i had a really rough it was more than just a rough night it was like a rough weekend where i was completely blacked out and Me and Kai's mom were together and we lived together in an apartment. I basically just like tore the whole town down with my drinking. Uh. I spent every last dollar in the bank account. Wow. And then I woke up the next day to a circle of friends around me and saying, Hey, you're either going to die or you can stop drinking. There's a meeting tonight. So I went to the meeting and I sat right in the front (laughs) And uh, man, I've never heard the words being spoken so loud. My parents met in, NA, in the AA program.
2: Did they really?
0: Uh, yeah. So they met That's at awesome. a stag Valentine's Day dance. That's my mom Aww. and my stepfather. And so I've been going to meetings since I was like eight years old, but just like sitting in the back because my mom couldn't afford a babysitter, always thinking uh-huh. I'm never going to be like these people. Sure. Yeah. And here I was, you know, at 28 sitting in the room and it was, I never had another sip. I just never picked up the bottle ever, ever again. Um, I continued to use cocaine probably for the first year out of sobriety and then realized that just because I wasn't drinking, I can still be an asshole. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I stopped doing that. Um, A
2: revelation for a lot of people, I'm sure. Revelation. Yeah. Um,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I did. You know, I had a few years. um, I did one bump last December uh after a big show because a, a lot of very high industry people were sitting around and kind of like asked me to be part of the after party and then there was this pile of coke on the table I told my whole story and they were like all right just you know do one or whatever and I was sitting with all these big dogs I literally did one little bump I told them I had to go to the bathroom I ran back to my hotel room I cried all wow. night long because all I could think about was my son Mm-hmm. And what I can do, so I called Kyle, I called my mom. I have to be transparent about what I'm doing, otherwise I'm not doing anything right,
2: right,
0: so I need to make sure my boss and my family know what I was up to. That was December, and it was just one little slip up I had gone eighteen months before that, and uh you know it's just we're we're all in this thing, and sometimes we we have those things it's
2: absolutely it's important
0: for me to admit that versus hide it because the old mute is so good at hiding every damn thing, and like it's mm-hmm. just it's just important for me to get that stuff out to be more accountable for the next time. And I'm telling you, it's like, it wasn't even fun or worth it or anything. And I knew mm. it was going to be like that, you know? So, so it's good to kick myself in the ass a little bit once and am for those sort of things. And even now, you know, I've been, uh, <laughs> I'm only a week in, but I, ha- I haven't smoked marijuana in a week. And, wow. uh, and that's a very new thing for me because I've been smoking since I was like 13 and even through my sobriety and my, And all my other stuff that I gave up, everything, I still continue to smoke and use marijuana, you know, just kind of medicinally, which I completely Mm -hmm. believe in. I completely believe in all those things. Sure. Um, It's more the actual smoke in my lungs that I feel as though I'm trying to, like, give myself longevity of life. Yeah. So maybe some kind of CBD tinctures or, you know, THC tinctures or things like that are different ways to get it. But um, I think I'm done, like, putting the actual smoking part Uh, I was never a cigarette smoker, but I just noticed myself like coughing so much. And I'm like, man, maybe I should either take a break or do something. But yeah, I've made it a week so far with really no issues.
2: Good for you. You know, sobriety looks different for everyone. And I always say like, whatever it is that allows you to live the life that you want to live, you know, and and for some people that. that involves weed, other people it doesn't. But I can't say what's right for you or for someone else. Only you can. And so, you know, if you're, if, if everything's going good and you're smoking and that's working out for you, great. But, you know, if some, at some point, like you did, you go, I think I want to cut this out. And you, I mean, that's, to me, that's just, that's taking control of your own life, taking responsibility for your own actions, deciding what's right for you, what's best for you, what works for you. And to have the strength and courage to cut something out that would be so much easier to keep, but you feel like your life would be better without it. I have so much respect for that. That's exactly, that is exactly a nail on the head. Proud of you. So when did you start playing with Kyle and how did you and Kyle and Scotty all get together?
0: All right, so it's 2017. Scotty and I were playing in a band called Herbal Roots out of Ventura, California, like a nine piece roots reggae band. Uh, I was the drummer and then I switched to bass. And then when I switched to bass, they picked up Scotty as the drummer. Uh, I remember the first time I met Scott so you just play like, everything I play <laughs> a lot of instruments yeah. I like to say okay, if it makes I... if it makes musical noise I can at least play a song on
2: it. wow okay uh Have so I met Scotty. Grandpa's trumpet I'm sorry to keep interrupting no Have that's okay yeah
0: I was getting a few lessons right when I inherited the trumpet and then um kind of fell off a little bit but I can like read music awesome so so i can play very slowly but i can play a song and put it in front of me
2: like nice <laughs> very cool. Um, okay so how you guys all got together
0: so me and scotty were playing in that band and once every now and again we hosted kind of like a reggae open mic night we called it a reggae fusion and kyle came in with his acoustic guitar one day and he said hey i'm kyle smith and i was like who the fuck is kyle smith who's this guy and uh, he just got on the stage. I think I was playing drums for the song and he just started singing. I was like, man, this guy's got a lot of soul. He's, he's singing from deep. And what he's talking about was something that I kind of felt, you know, I was mm. like almost two years sober already when I met Kyle or I was about to be. Yeah. And, uh, and so after that whole jam, Scotty was like, Hey man, you need this. You need permanent members. You got to stop hiring hired guns. Every show you need permanent members. I'm your guy. i wanna be your drummer. So he, had a rehearsal with him. They fit really well. And Scotty said, Hey man, I got the basis for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me bring him in. So Scotty asked me if I could play with Kyle Smith. And um, my son Kai was probably three weeks away from being born into this world. And I oh, was wow. in the process of kind of quitting the industry. Oh. I am uh, not yeah, kind of quitting the industry. Like I still want to play, but I didn't want to pursue my dreams of rock star dreams anymore. I just yeah. knew it wasn't going to work with my son and all those things. Yeah. I was playing in three bands at the time. Um, a ukulele, slow and low cover band, and then a the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band, and then the reggae band. So I was playing in three bands while my Whoa. ex-wife was pregnant with Kai. Oh, god. And then Kyle's here trying to ask me to join a fourth band. And I just thought, oh, maybe not. And so I something told me. Go check it out. Just go try the the thing. So I went to a a friend Colin Daniels. He has an air uh what is that thing? Airstreamer, like the silver air airstreamer. Yeah, right?
2: airstream, yeah. He has
0: a polishing a polishing shop down on Ventura Avenue where we went and we had our first ever rehearsal in this like back of a warehouse basically with these tiny little amps. <laughs> I remember oh, our Kyle had this tiny little tiny amp and we were playing in uh we were playing blink 182 and no effects and guttermouth and misfits. And I was like, this is a reggae audition. I don't know. This is totally <laughs> fun. You know? And then I found out his story and he's clean and sober. And I was like, Whoa, imagine a tour bus without booze or drugs on it. Mm-hmm. Like that would be crazy. That would be incredible. I've never heard of such a thing, you know, like <laughs> I've just never thought that could be possible. And, um, heard his music he gave me his ep i learned all the songs Loved the songs and then we just started practicing we booked our first show at discovery ventura opening for dirty rice uh on november 2nd and the morning of november 2nd my son decided to come into the world
3: <gasps>
0: uh, 7 30 in the morning november 2nd 2017 kai was born Seven pounds, fourteen ounces.
3: Oh, I practiced
0: my bass lines all day long in the hospital room. Seven thirty at night, I drove out with my stepdad to go play the gig, our first ever gig at the bar, yeah. and I came back to hold my brand new baby son. Yeah,
2: so oh Kai is exactly
0: as old as the band to the day.
2: That's crazy. Kind
0: of one of those wow. alignment things, you know? Yeah,
2: totally. <laughs> I mean,
0: I mean, so that's kind of a cool part about our band and uh. We just had rehearsal tonight uh, up at Birch Studios in Ventura. Kai came with us singing on the mic. And if you watch <laughs> Kyle's Instagram story, you can see Kai doing his own dubs in the microphone. because He loves Kyle Smith music. He just he oh. always puts that stuff in his own shuffle. And and he comes to rehearsals now and he brings his guitar, you know, and he sits with us. Oh my and he's, he's there for the recordings and He's in probably three or four of the songs on the record, either sitting on my lap or sitting on the floor or (laughs) saying, I in the background of the record. And he's just been a part of all of it. And I'm just so, so grateful for Kyle letting me have my family being such a, just a huge part of like what's going on with our musical careers. You know, last weekend when we opened for Soja, there was 600 people there and we played the song did my best, which is a song that Kyle wrote about gratefulness and, and passion and drive. And mm. he let Kai come up on the stage with us while we played that song. And, uh, it was the first time my son and I ever shared the stage during a Kyle Smith set. And it was, it was, oh. it was a highlight of my life. You know I mean? It's like all I could ever ask for is my music to be heard and my son to be happy. and Those things were simultaneously happening right in front of me.
2: Oh, that's phenomenal. I'm so glad. You know, there's, there's something super universal about the three of you guys in the band and everybody who I meet who has encountered you guys has the same response. And that's that you guys are all, such great human beings. I mean, but it's (laughs) obvious that you guys have a following because of your music, but I firmly believe that you also have such a devoted, loyal fan base because you guys are such genuinely great people. And you go out and you talk with your fans and you guys have relationships with them and you, you know, you get involved and you recognize people who've been at other shows and you just, you really create that that family feeling for people that come to your shows and, and that, you know, and that are your fans and follow you guys on social media and all that. Like, it's just such a great vibe that it makes people want to be around that. Yeah. It really is so genuine. Yeah. It's super genuine. And I, I appreciate that about you guys because Sadly, that's not always the case. A lot of times, there's a lot of great people in the music industry. There's also a lot of assholes, just like in any yeah. other industry, you know. Yeah. But it's always nice to see, see the great ones do well. And you guys are incredible live. Anybody who's listening that has not had a chance to see you guys play, you've got to get out there because you guys are so great live just such a great energy. The shows are always so much fun. Everyone's having a great time. And, uh, it's just, I love that. Every time you guys are in town, I'm so stoked to, to go and see you because it's just such a great vibe. So you should be really, really proud of what you guys have accomplished so far.
0: I am proud. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely.
2: That. So what are some big shows that you have coming up that you're stoked
0: about? Uh, we're going to leave for tour again on the second. Ooh. Uh, Kyle plays in Tennessee, a solo gig at the Stonewood festival. They're having in Tennessee this Saturday. Okay. Uh, but that's just a solo acoustic gig. So anyone in Tennessee, I would definitely go check that out. That's Nashville or close to Nashville. And then August 2nd, we start a headline tour. Uh, we're gone. Basically the whole month we get home at the end and we're going to drive up North towards Oregon and then straight out to Minnesota and straight back and straight down Cali coast. Um, wow. and then October Dry Diggings Festival is coming
2: up here mm-hmm. pretty soon.
0: So we're gonna play dry diggings festival. And that's Northern California, right? That's Northern California. Placerville, kind of like by Tahoe-ish.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: And then October, all of October, we're all over mostly the Midwest and East Coast with the bump and uglies brought us on tour. So we're gonna oh. do a big bump and tour. How fun will that be? Oh and my god. They're awesome. You know, and we've been having such a great time with them. Like to me. <laughs> I'm such a huge fan of all of these bands and now we're like touring with them and hanging out and we get to go in the back and I have to remember be cool, be cool. (laughs) No one's trying to take selfies right now. Everyone's hanging out, you know, and uh, I mean, just musically, I'm inspired by these guys. Like They're just so talented in the way that the that life just brought them to these stages and all these places, you know, and it, it was. I think it was uh, the Cali or the One Love Festival where we played that little side stage right where the Noel booth was. Yes. Uh, that year, I think that must have been 2020. It was, yes. The last show, right? 2020. Um, I remember just sitting backstage, you know, with the Soldier guys and Fortunate Youth and and Dirty Heads and all these guys. And I'm like, whoa, look at, hey, these guys are all back here, you know. And Scotty was like, dude, we're back here. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're back here, dude. We, you know, we're doing we're doing what everyone else is doing and like yeah. just to have a, have a fearless leader like Kyle Smith, where I know anything that guy puts on his calendar and anything that guy wants, wants, he just gets it, man. And the things mm. that he wants is, is really helpful to society. I, I think he's like trying to help. He's trying to help people. You know, recently we've been calling ourselves hope dealers mm. and to where we go around town and we try to, Teal hope to people and spread hope because everyone's got a story and everyone's got something that they're struggling with or they, they mm-hmm. don't like, or, and a lot of people there, they come to celebrate as well. There's things that are sure. going on good with them, like their sobriety journeys or those kinds of things. And something that's cool about our band is that we're, like you said, very personal. We're at the merch table and we're just talking to everyone, the whole show. We're just, I'm trying to get everyone's name and their, kids and their stories and Mm. what their dog's names are and i want to know all these (laughs) people we've been consistently calling the tour for the last year brick by brick
2: if Mm. you notice that
0: so the last year we've called it the brick by brick tour and that's a quote that we took from the vh1 sublime special we took it directly from that something bud said and the ideology behind that is that the fans are the bricks and even if we play to one person uh-huh. And we learn their name and become friends with them, that we have a fan for life, you know?
2: Yeah. And yeah. uh
0: we are not in a hurry to quote unquote become famous, but we are certainly trying to meet as many people and hear as many people's stories as we can. Because one day our fans that are in college now will become doctors and lawyers yeah. and own lots of different things. And just like our band is progressing and growing, our fans are progressing and growing. And together <laughs> we're all coming up, you know?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. And there's gonna be a time when you're backstage and some other artist is gonna be sitting there going, Oh my gosh, there's Christopher and Scotty and Kyle. I can't <laughs> believe we're backstage with these guys.
0: Oh, it's man, all gonna
2: come cool. full circle. Super full oh, circle. Yeah. I'm I'm stoked for that. And you guys absolutely deserve every bit of of uh success and recognition that you're getting. And there's a lot more to come too, but I'm proud of you for staying humble. I know it's not always easy to do. Um, Jarrett, I apologize. I've been doing all the chatting, and I know you were super excited to have Christopher on. Is there anything you wanted to ask him?
1: What's 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 your favorite food, Chris? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sorry, no, you're having a lovely I, I, uh, time.
1: <laughs> I am I, I am lucky that I've gotten to spend some time uh, with with chris and and chat and actually hear some of these stories so uh to be able to sit back and hear them again and just kind of listen to all of it pieced together like i said sometimes i I just like to be the first listener uh, to to grab this house so (laughs) i get to uh i I get to listen to it all and you know it's uh i'm telling you right now chris is as famous as any of those other musicians i've stood at festivals with them and at concerts with them. And you can't have a five minute conversation with him
2: uh, because Without there's, getting interrupted. Constantly,
1: there's constantly somebody stopping and, uh, you know, they all know who he is except for the few that think he's K-bong. Cause that does, <laughs> I, that does happen too. I've seen it happen. So I know it happens, but, um, I did get to I did get to spend some time with him uh at Cali Vibes where we were uh behind the stage and you know he couldn't he couldn't be bothered by the commoners. So um I, I just think he's got an amazing story. And uh I, I guess the only thing a, a, at this point is is we gotta talk about some uh some subcakes, man.
0: Subcakes.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, tell everybody what you're talking about before I go on and on about how cool it is
0: okay uh so subcakes is a cupcake that my son makes <laughs> they originally were confetti cakes but now we branched off to different things lemon and all sorts of different flavors but one day we decided to to make one of those boxes of cupcakes and my son just took off loving it um we do it a live a facebook live we <laughs> try to do it every week but when i tour we haven't been doing it so maybe oh like once gosh. a month we do it now when we do facebook live my son gets on there like a cooking show and so let's go get him on here
2: (laughs) here. oh yeah that's a great idea let's hear from kai
0: all right ladies and gentlemen here's my son kai here come on
2: hi kai my name's kelly we've met before but you probably don't remember me and we also have our friend jared hi kai
1: hi hi hey man you want, to, t- about you want to tell us cupcakes. about making some cupcakes?
0: About cupcakes? Yeah, what's your favorite Ooh. cupcake? My favorite cupcake, chocolate cupcake. Chocolate. Mm, okay. Good choice. You, you like making
2: cupcakes? Yeah. Making cupcakes. We are super lucky. We actually got to try one. Your dad gave us one of your cupcakes, and Jarrett and I got to try it, and it was so good. You're really good. Thank you. You're welcome. Is it hard to make cupcakes?
0: Is it hard making cupcakes?
2: What?
0: Is it hard to make them?
2: Uh not.
0: Not nah, hard. It's easy. Yeah. Do you have fun making cupcakes?
2: Yeah. Chris, I Do you want like- you to tell
1: him I want you to tell him that there are millions of people all over the world <laughs> listening right now and he can talk okay. about anything that he wants. Anything that he thinks they should hear from yeah. him about. I, that's what I want him to talk about right now. Okay.
0: Anything, he anything you want to say, say it right now. And there's a million people listening. So whatever you want to say, you say it right
2: now. Hi. Hi. Anything else? How
3: are you doing
2: today? That's fabulous. How are you doing
0: today? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Good.
0: <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say? You want to say anything nice? You want this? Yeah. Yeah. What do you say? Tell them something you like. What's something you like?
2: I like
0: candy. Candy? guys.
2: What kind of candy? Yeah.
0: You like Kyle Smith music? Yeah. Yeah? Did you have fun at band practice today? Do you play any instruments? You play drums? Yeah. Yeah? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Almost done, okay? (laughs) Is there anything else you want to say to Kelly? Uh, Yeah. What?
2: Uh, um, I like you.
0: Oh, that's nice. (laughs)
2: Very nice. Were you watching TV in the other room?
0: What were you doing in the other room?
2: Um, I was doing in the other room. I'm watching
0: a show. Watching a show, yeah.
2: What are you watching?
0: Um, Sonic. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic! I, I watched Sonic the Hedgehog.
2: Good choice. Well, thank you for talking with us, Kai. I hope to see you soon.
3: You're welcome.
2: Have a good night.
3: Have a good night.
2: Bye. Bye. Yeah, oh. Love you too, honey. Oh my gosh, he's so adorable.
0: He's very, very cute. I'm so,
2: so adorable. Oh, he is no, really, I an want exceptional to be area. a dad.
0: Um, my father left my mom when I was six, mm. and uh, he had another family, another wow. wife, and another son oh, less than a mile away.
2: Oh, geez. And he was, like, kind
0: of living this double life. And uh, so I met my half brother when I was already six years old and he was three. Wow. And he's like calling my dad, dad. I'm like very confused. (gasps) So my idea of what family looks like and all that stuff was like very convoluted at a young age, Mm. you know? And, and uh, my mom worked two jobs and went to school full time to get her master's degree. So she could provide a good life for us.
2: Wow. And
0: I told her back then, mom i'm gonna be a dad one day and i'm gonna kill it
2: <laughs> and
0: my whole life i just wanted you know something to, something like that and um when kai came into the world i was already almost two years sober and i was working like a normal desk job and i i um was living in this apartment but i was trying to buy a house with his mom and just things were just really like adulting very quickly in my life. Mm-hmm. And then um, she got pregnant on Valentine's Day uh, of 2017 with my son. And as soon as she was pregnant, I asked for me like a couple Aww. of days later, you know, and just because I wanted to do, quote unquote, the right thing. Yeah. And um, And I just knew that as soon as she told me those words, <laughs> she was like, I'm pregnant. She told me those words my whole life just kind of like it slowed down a little bit to where I was not fully selfish. I'm not thinking mm-hmm. about myself. Someone else now needs me to be there yeah. and to do some of the, st- some of the hard stuff, you know? And, uh, and the day he was born, man, I just looked into his little eyes and I held him. I did skin to skin cause she was um, mm-hmm. to have the C-section. So she was under and I did yeah. skin to skin with my son. So Something else that's kind of personal and not super super important to the story, but Kai's mom is T ten vertebrae par- paraplegic in a wheelchair.
2: Whoa. And
0: uh she got hurt seventeen years ago in a drunk driving accident. <gasps>
2: and,
0: um oh, I met her seven years ago, you know. So she was like this very, very beautiful blonde girl rolling around downtown. And I always <laughs> kinda had my eye on her a little bit and then we dated for a long time and we un- end up getting married, but but because of it, because of it, in the middle of the night when my son was crying, it was just a lot easier for me to get up and do things, you know, make the formula, sure. walk him and all those. Instead of her having to get in the wheelchair and like roll around and all those sorts of things. And so I feel like I had a lot more father-son time than some of the other dads, just because mm-hmm. a lot of moms are really, really on it. And I was just trying to give her as much relief. The pregnancy was very hard on the body. I'm and so. Sure. Post- so post-pregnancy, I just want to relax and rest and do all those sorts of things. And uh, you see my Facebook and Instagram posts, and you know <laughs> I am, like, all in with this kid. Yes. Man. He tells you me, are... I want to learn about airplanes. And I'm at the airport in like, 20 minutes asking which <laughs> pilot will let us, you know, tear the thing apart, get inside, look at the engine. Mm. And we go to so many museums and... Every single time he says, oh, I'm thinking about, I want to know about race cars. I'm like, all right, we're going to go to Daytona and check it out. You know, we're going to go to these places. Because hands-on is the way to do things.
2: Absolutely. He
0: inspires me. He inspires me to to be better.
1: (laughs) Can you, hey, wait, Kelly, can you hear that right now? That's the sound of, that's the sound of Chris's DMs just exploding right now. (laughs) From all of the women that are listening. It's, his phone is actually going to shut down. He's gonna have so many DMs from girls.
0: Oh my this goodness. is,
1: ju- dude. You're, you're you're like too good to be true. You I, listen. Occasionally, we have someone similar, someone of your ilk, comes on here, and they're. Nice. I better find out that you're like not returning fucking shopping carts or like. You, there's better. I be always something. bring the
0: shopping cart back. I always. Oh, bring of the course you do. Back. Of course you do. I teach my Maybe son that too.
2: Maybe he has a bunch of unreturned late library books or something. I hope so. There's got to be something. Well, I do want to say, though, what I was thinking when you were saying all that is that there's a lot of people that grow up without a strong parental role model. And when you have your own kids, you can either just figure that everything just happens naturally. And then you'll probably be a shitty parent, too. Or you realize that parenting does not is not a natural thing. It's something that you have to work at to be a good parent. You have to make an effort. You have to really try, especially if you didn't have a good role model. And so I think it's wonderful that you've chosen to go that route. And, you know, not everyone is a natural parent. I think you might be. I'm not, but I always (laughs) just tried really hard, didn't do everything perfect but I'm pretty sure I did better than if I hadn't tried at all. And so I, I commend you for that because I think you're doing a great job with him. And I think your attitude about it is really healthy. And, um, and he's, I think you guys are very fortunate to have each other. I think so too. Don't be well, judgy to the bad parents. I'm being judgy. I'm I'm talking about <laughs> you, Jared. No, I'm kidding. You're a good father. You just like to pretend you're not. So jared did you have any more questions i'm so sorry i've monopolized this one but you know no i'm, I I'm chris having, for a, all I'm having for a great it. time
1: <laughs> i'm having a great time i'm just happy to be a part of the show honestly i'm just happy to be a part of the team and uh,
2: letting you be on the show tonight is there anything else you wanted to ask chris before we let him go
0: i can no, give I you think- guys a bit of gratefulness real quick too i am just I was talking to my mom about this earlier today and I grew up in Southern California. I surfed and skated my whole life. listened to sublime religiously mm-hmm. favorite really? band, you Aww. know, I mean, sublime really sublimes self-titled record, And then after the fact, and they had sublime gold, um, yeah. which was like the greatest hits kind of, you know, that was yeah. the only CD in my car when I first got my first car. Oh, and we know every word to every song. And it just kind of that, the style of music that Bradley made was it's like kind of random and eclectic and reggae and punk and ska and hip hop. And it was right where I was at. Cause I have ADHD. Right. So <laughs> it was kind of like right somewhere that I wanted to listen to when it was literally like a theme of my life mm. and, to, and to know you guys and to be a part of what's happening, you know, I've put the Bradley's links On my website, on my personal website, Kyle Smith, we preach Bradley's house all across the country, everywhere, and um, it really, really means a lot to us what you're doing. But to be a part of something that I've believed in since I was a very young man, fast forward all the way to this moment right here, as I look down at my feet and I'm talking to you, uh, Mm. it it really just makes me feel like I'm doing something right in my life, and uh, just I just want to say thank you so much for having me be a part of your your whole thing.
2: Oh, thank you, Christopher. You guys are so supportive of the foundation and that means so much. You don't even know. I mean, there are times I love when it's, what you're doing. There are times when it's just frustrating and I feel like, how come we're not there yet? And how come it's not going faster? And, you know, but I don't do this full time. And so it's just something, you know, we've got to do it when we can and make it work. And I've got so many incredible people helping me like Jarrett and Brindy and Anna. And I mean, I feel so fortunate, but to have people like you guys that are out there talking about it all the time, just really makes us feel like we're not alone in this. So thank you. We appreciate that. And thank you for the kind words. You almost made me cry, but you didn't. So. It was really uh-huh. close, Chris. Also, I uh-huh. do have to say my youngest son, Andrew, who's 19, is a huge Kyle Smith fan also. He's and he's always just been so encouraged by by the positivity in the music that you guys play and the realness of the lyrics and um so thank you for being artists that I can be stoked that my kids look up to. <laughs> thank it's you. Very cool. Well, thank you again for making the time for us. I know you're busy between, you know, touring and kids, and all this kind of stuff. I know it's very difficult. We've been wanting to have you on the show for a while, but thank you for taking the time to talk with us today and for being such a great example of a human being and a musician and a father and a friend. So you are a truly exceptional human being and it really is an honor to know you.
0: Thank you so much, Kelly. I really appreciate that. Thank you Christopher man. And anyone listening, if you're struggling and you need guidance or help or you want to get on some kind of a kind of a program or a vibe or anything that you feel like your life needs to be different, you can reach out to us any one of us, me, Scott, Kyle, any of us anytime and if I don't pick up the first time, keep calling and we can <laughs> talk about it anytime.
2: You guys are the best. And I'm going to say it one more time. Anybody who's never been to a Kyle Smith show, you have got to get there because the the live stuff is just incredible. Really, really so much power and so much energy in your live shows. And also everybody make sure to check out Nishida Fu. I feel like I'm not saying your last name right. <laughs> hey,
0: NishidaFuku.com.
2: NishidaFuku. Okay. Nishidafuku. I'm never going to get it right, but I'm always going to be super <laughs> self-conscious every time I say your last name. Now. But anyway, yes. Love your merch. I hope you're going to be coming out with some new stuff because... Yeah. I can't keep buying the same shit for my kids. Over yeah,
0: now. <laughs> I certainly will.
2: Awesome! I'm looking forward to it because Christmas is coming and yes. uh, my favorite Christmas gifts come from Nishida Fuku. Well, thank you again. Have a wonderful night. We appreciate your time.
0: You too. Thank you again.
1: Well, Kelly, that certainly was a fun birthday episode for you. Chris just, he's such an amazing guy. He has, this just infectious smile and positivity that it's just impossible to not be in a good mood when you're around him.
2: It's absolutely true. And honestly, like, I think it's a toss. I don't think I could, I could choose just one of those three guys. as my favorite. They're all my favorite people. They are just so fabulous. Um, yeah. And that's rare. I think that's really rare that you come across people anywhere, especially in the music industry, but Anyway, I I just think it's fabulous and they're doing great work and uh, they're really touching a lot of lives and that's, that's a big deal. So I'm proud of them. Yeah, they are
1: absolutely awesome. So uh, again, guys, Anna will go ahead and include uh, links in the description uh, to the Kyle Smith band and to uh, Chris's artwork and all the ways that you guys can catch up with them and support them. Uh, And of course, One of the ways to support Bradley's House and the podcast and the Knoll Family Foundation is to help support the people that support us. Uh, And some of our friends have some, uh, some cool stuff going on, huh, Kelly?
2: Absolutely. In fact, one of the good friends of the foundation, Kevin Shin, down in Oceanside, California, just opened up a great new space for art. And artists of all kinds, visual and um, uh, what do you, I don't know, musical artists, like all kinds of different stuff, just this incredible space right next door to North County Roastery, where he roasts the Bradley's House coffee too. So if you are anywhere in the Southern California area, get yourself to Oceanside, grab some dinner at Switchboard Restaurant, go next door for a cup of Bradley's House coffee at North County Roastery, and then walk next door and enjoy some lovely art at Canva's k-n-v-s canvas art it's just a great space also another one of our great friends down in san diego area craig mcknight has muffin but good vibes and i know you've heard us talk about them before craig puts on some great events he's now got this cool uh, place for doing acoustic stuff in his backyard He's got it set up kind of like a, uh, sugar shack West almost. I mean, it's just, it's that same kind of vibe and he's just so starting awesome. out, but he's, yeah, he's had some great artists there. And, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to the ones he's got coming up. It's going to be really cool to see the stuff coming out of there. And also, of course, he's got a great new song that, uh, you can get on Apple music, iTunes, all over the place called One Muffin at a Time. So if you like to hear songs about the food you eat, Grab some muffins from Muffin But Good Vibes and check out their song, One Muffin at a Time.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, you check out uh, Muffin But Good Vibes on all their different forms of social media. They're everywhere. Kevin Shin. Now, that's somebody, Kelly, that we've been talking about for a while. Yes. We got to get him on this podcast because on top of the fact that the Switchboard restaurant has held events and made donations and that he made this amazing Bradley's House coffee, which everybody is going nuts about yes um and i know that real coffee drinkers that have sent me messages have been like this is really good coffee yeah it's good stuff he's got that awesome thing going on over at canvas then you find out that he's a veteran and he works the fire department too and i mean (laughs) this guy is just like fucking he's literally like a movie character um he's not real so yeah if you guys uh if you guys are anywhere in the southern california area um, again, one of the, the big things about supporting us is supporting the people that support us. And Kevin Shin, the Switchboard, North County Roasteries, Canvas, uh, just make sure you check them out if you get an opportunity. Look them up on social media, give them a follow so you keep them in your mind so when you are okay. in the area, you remember to stop in. And of course, you can always get uh, awesome shirts and hats, and you can get that coffee that we just spoke about, and you can get it right at the KnollFamilyFoundation.org. Of course, we have the link tree located in the description of the show. It'll get you to all things Knoll Family Foundation, uh, all the ways that you guys can get involved. Every dollar counts, Um, so anything that you guys pick up. It's all 100% right to the Knoll Family Foundation. We got these awesome new shirts with bread on them. Uh, and again, the coffee, which has been a, a big, big hit. Uh, I know we've been getting a lot of feedback on it. And well, Kelly, I, I know that you've been drinking it. so
2: um. I have been drinking it. I feel like I might be able to drink enough coffee to get us to open the house just on my own. But I'll, I might need a little bit of help, but I've been drinking a lot of the coffee and I love it. And I wouldn't say I'm a coffee snob, but I definitely don't like bad coffee. And Jacob and I actually went down, Jacob, Noel, Bradley's son, my nephew, we went down to North County Roastery and sampled different coffees and picked out this exact blend. So uh, it is right from Jacob's mouth to yours.
1: Yeah, I didn't know how serious coffee people take their coffee. Oh, yes. There's been a lot of people. At events and even online who have been like, listen, I'm going to order this coffee, but (laughs) I, I, you know, it better be good because I I get my coffee and uh, I haven't had, and again, I'm, you know, I haven't seen a single complaint. I I don't know anybody that has said a bad thing about this coffee. So uh, thank you to Kevin Shin and all of his uh, associated acts that he's put together down there. The guy's just, he's just amazing. Uh, and Craig McKnight, Muffin, but good vibes, check them out as well. And a huge thank you again to Christopher for coming on and, uh, and making your birthday episode super special. Yes. Having Kai come on and, you know, we did, it, it's funny. we, he came with one of those cupcakes and he brought it to you. And it was after a long day at Cali roots in Monterey mm-hmm. and yeah. we, we sat there and we, we broke it in thirds and me, you and Anna all had a, a piece of the cupcake and it was like uh I don't know that it was the best cupcake I've ever had in my life because I've had a lot of cupcakes, but I think with everything included in it and knowing the thousands of comments that I've seen of people, knowing that I was getting to have this cupcake,
2: it felt felt fucking nice. Is what I'm saying it was incredible, and honestly, I think you could tell it was made with love. <laughs> It was. It was a really great cupcake. And it just made it even more special knowing that Kai had made it, which I thought was wonderful, but so special to be able to have Christopher on our show. You know, we had Kyle on our fifth episode. And now here we are, not our fifth. Do we know what episode this is? Hold on. I'm looking. I think this is episode 76. So 71 episodes ago, we had Kyle on. I'll tell you, when we started this, I never thought we were going to get this one. I thought look oh, at all the for six months. Having. I'm gonna I'm gonna humor this guy and do this podcast with him for six months and then I can say boom, I did it, now we're done. And now we're still doing it a year and a half later, but so much fun and really just such a pleasure to have such great people on the show. So I I do feel very, very fortunate. So make sure you check out Kyle That's their website, and get all the info on the band where they're gonna be playing. Um, buy some merch check out Nishida fuku which i'm sure i'm saying wrong still um all of of chris's great stuff that he's got on there and more to come i'm sure and today we're going to leave you with the incredible cover of romeo that kyle smith and his band did on the house that bradley built
1: who the fuck is kyle smith
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, we didn't even address that. Although did I don't know if we even talked about that when we had Kyle on. But anyone who doesn't know, of course, when we say that it's not we're not being mean.
1: No, we love him. So guys, thank you so much. Kelly, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday to thank Trevor. You. Super excited about uh about some upcoming stuff. Oh my god, we I was getting ready to close the show. We didn't even talk about this banger that we got set up at Sea Legs. Oh on
2: right. August 20th. That's true. But you know what? Before we do that, I also forgot to mention that three days from now is gonna be your birthday. Um mm. your 29th birthday. Does that work for guys? Do guys say it's their 29th? I feel like they don't. No, but no, I'm anyway. gonna be 39,
1: unfortunately.
2: Are you oh you are that's right. I was about to correct it's you.
1: A, my last <laughs> I got year, it right. my last year in my 30s.
2: Oh, you poor thing. Oh. Don't come crying to me for sympathy.
1: <laughs> I've
3: been in my things. 30s in
2: a very long time. Well, anyway, happy birthday, almost birthday to you too, Jared.
1: Well, thank you so much. And uh, for everybody who's listening, I will be celebrating my birthday uh, in Tucson, Arizona, listening to the incredible Fayuka, who Mm. will also be playing with uh, Joe Samba and Cashed Out. It's going to be an awesome night of music. So if you're in the Arizona area and there's tickets still available, uh, Fayuka, Joe Samba, Cashed Out 3 artists that all were on the house that Bradley built along with Kyle so uh, yes. check that out and uh, August 20th uh, we will be at Sea Legs in Huntington Beach uh, oh, you guys you guys already know fun. the routine it's, uh, it's going to be a full day of music uh, I-, I would like to tell you we-, we know Burritos is going to be there we know Jacob's going to be there um, and who knows there's always special guests we know Fayooka is going to be there Um, and then there's going to be a bunch of special guests. We're going to be auctioning some stuff off. We're going to be doing some cool things. If you're in the area, come out. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. It's right on the beach. Come out and uh, help us celebrate and enjoy an amazing day of music at a really, really cool venue. Those of you who have been, you know. Those of you who haven't, come out and uh, and see what we're talking about.
2: Absolutely. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope to see you guys there. All right, guys.
1: Until next time, I am Jared Orr. She is Kelly Knowle. You do not have to go home, but you do have to leave Bradley's house.
3: me Romeo Fills my soul and I'm a pain and sorrow Something's going on And I think you should know So listen to my rhyme Cause this is how it goes And it time me it's short and the short and the skirt And it feels so wrong and it feels so right The one thing about is you're a pain in the ass So too many times i single ass I want the kind of woman who can make me feel right No, it's just I'll be doing sex on a Saturday night Cause I